Okay, people, tomorrow morning, 10 a.m., Santa's coming to town. Oh, my God! Would you please tell him that instead of presents this year, I just want my family back. Rudolph, with your nose so bright, won't you guide my sleigh tonight? It must be magic. I must find some way to keep Christmas from coming. Nobody's walking out on this fun, old-fashioned family Christmas. Isn't there anyone who knows what Christmas is all about? True, Charlie Brown. I can tell you what Christmas is all about. Seeing isn't believing. Believing is seeing. The best way to spread Christmas cheer is singing loud for all to hear. Welcome back to another bonus Thursday episode of Tis the Podcast, the podcast determined to keep the Christmas spirit alive all year, every year. And thanks again for joining us for another installment of Another Christmas Story. This week's chapter, Chapter 6, will be read to you by the always hilarious, effervescent April Riley. And because I don't have any type of housekeeping to go over with y'all today, I'll just kick it right over to April. So enjoy, y'all. Hi, this is April Riley, coming to you with another installment of Another Christmas Story. Chapter 6, White Christmas. December 24th, 6 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. It was too early for Noah Clark to be awake, especially on a day when he had no classes and didn't have to work. In his mind, the only person who had any reason to be awake at 6 a.m. on Christmas Eve was Santa Claus himself. Why else would anyone willingly choose to climb out of bed when the sky outside was still dark? Love, that's why. Love was the only reason that the NYU sophomore, still half asleep with enormous bags under his eyes, was groggily walking into the university's dark, empty, and frankly quite creepy Arthur L. Carter Journalism Institute at such an ungodly hour to take an elevator upstairs to the storage room in which all of the school's audio and visual equipment was kept. It sure as hell wasn't his love for journalism that was motivating him to do it. Nope, it was the love he had for the bright, perky, strawberry blonde girl who was already waiting in the storage room when he arrived, wide awake and bouncing up and down on the soles of her feet. You're late, his girlfriend Elizabeth Meyer mock scolded him in a sing-song voice the moment that Noah crossed the threshold of the room. You're early, Noah pointed out. Coffee. It wasn't a question. Elizabeth shoved a venti-sized Starbucks cup into Noah's hand as she stood on tiptoe to plant a kiss on, his, on the lips of his bearded face. Noah marveled at his girlfriend, extraordinarily grateful to her that she knew him well enough to have the foresight to pick him up a large cup of caffeine on her to meet him. He was lucky to have her, and not just because she was a stone-cold fox, either, with her fit body, bright blue eyes, and wavy hair which fell just past her shoulders. No, he was completely smitten by the fact that she was an incredibly intuitive, fun, kind-hearted, and ambitious, almost to a fault, individual. Noticing that her boyfriend was staring at her rather intensely, Elizabeth raised an eyebrow at the corner of her lips, turned upward into a self-conscious smile. What? Shaking his head to recover, Noah joked nothing. It's just... This coffee almost makes me forget how much I hate you for dragging me out of bed to work on Christmas Eve. Elizabeth rolled her eyes with a laugh. You're an ass. Picking up a coffee of her own from where she had placed it on a nearby shelf, she took a long sip before adding, That's the camera I think we should use. 
Noah glanced in the direction in which she nodded and spotted one of the school's bulkier, heavier digital cameras that had the ability to go live if needed, without the use of any long wires to, or setup. You're planning on broadcasting live? No, but I'd like the option in case we happen to stumble across a story that necessitates it, Elizabeth replied. One wireless mic should be fine as well. Just make sure that it has extra batteries. You're the boss. Noah shrugged as he grabbed an empty equipment bag from the shelf in which to gather up and store the items in question. Here and in private, don't you forget it. Elizabeth winked with a sensual smile, causing Noah to laugh as he bent over to carefully pick up the camera she wanted to use that day. Elizabeth's smile widened as she eyed his muscular arms and well-toned posterior. When he placed the camera securely in the bag and straight enough to face her again, she noticed his look of hesitation. What's wrong? I just don't understand why you volunteered us to cover Christmas Eve for the streaming service. Extra credit? Yeah, but nothing big ever happens on Christmas Eve. No news ever breaks. Well, hopefully a miracle happens and we'll get our own little miracle on 34th Street type of break. Elizabeth took another sip of coffee before continuing. After all, we'll be smack dab in the middle of the blizzard of the century. That's not nothing. Plus, the president and a couple of foreign dignitaries will be in town, so... She shrugged. Who knows what might happen? Mass protests? A terrorist attack? God forbid, of course, she, she hastily added. I know what's going to happen. Noah gave a snort of derision. We're not breaking any important stories today, especially any that have to do with the President of the United States. Have little faith, Elizabeth reprimanded him. It's Christmas. That's what the whole season is about. I guess I checked my faith at the door in middle school, right around the time I made confirmation and my parents finally stopped forcing me to go to church. Noah smirked as he grabbed a wireless microphone from a high shelf, along with a few spare batteries. What about faith in me, then? Elizabeth asked with a pout, stepping closer to her boyfriend invading his personal space. Running her index finger in circles around Noah's chest, she asked, Don't you have faith in me? Noah sighed deeply with a roll of his eyes before allowing a smile to spread across his face. Of course I have faith in you. He leaned down and kissed her gently. I have no doubt that you can get any story that you want, just not on Christmas Eve. It's a historically slow news day. Hmm, you'll see. Yeah, I'll see you doing public interest stories all day. Holiday fluff pieces. Hardly the type of things Rachel Maddow or Lawrence O'Donnell would ever cover. Elizabeth shrugged again. News anchors have got to start somewhere, Scrooge. Sulking, she eyed him closely for a moment before asking, Are you going to be bitter all day, or are you going to will your heart to grow three sizes for me? I'll make something grow three sizes for you, Noah replied with a pointed wink as he shoved the microphone and spare batteries into the camera bag. Elizabeth's eyes twinkled mischievously at the remark. I'll make you a deal, she began, having been struck with a sudden idea. If you agree not to have an attitude all day, we'll bring the camera back to your place tonight, and I'll do that thing you've been begging me to do for the past six months. The statement alone was enough to brighten up Noah considerably. Deal. But if I'm right, and I manage to break a story over the course of the day, I get something in return. Oh yeah? Noah raised an eyebrow. Elizabeth nodded. Uh-huh, you know that thing you're too lazy to do in the bedroom? It hurts my neck. Elizabeth rolled her eyes. I want it every time we're together for the next year. Then, after thinking about it for a moment, she added, apart from, you know, a specific week each month. Noah considered this for a moment before asking, what do I get if you don't break any major news story today? Men. Elizabeth scoffed, affronted. Don't get greedy. You get something either way as long as you keep a smile on your face today. I'm greedy? That's funny coming from Little Miss. I want it every time we're together for the next year. 
Elizabeth crossed her arms across her chest, holding firm until Noah acquiesced. But you make a fair point. It's a deal. Elizabeth smiled, marveling over how easy it was for women to get men to do whatever they wanted before leaning in to give Noah a passionate kiss. Excellent. Now grab the bag and let's go. We have a long day ahead of us. Five minutes later, when the two lovebirds walked out of the university building and into the frigid New York City winter beyond, Elizabeth looked upward at the still dark early morning sky. Look, it's already starting to snow. Noah, who had the heavy camera bag slung over his shoulder, glanced upward to see that it was indeed beginning to flurry. He wanted to make a snide remark about how they'd regret taking the Christmas Eve shift when Elsa really started kicking into high gear, but with their bets still at the forefront of his mind, he forced himself to smile and said, How magical! Snow on Christmas Eve! Elizabeth shot him an annoyed look at his obvious sarcasm as a cold gust of wind blew down the street on which they stood. Bright side, he quickly continued, the best part about living in Manhattan is the fact that if we get too cold, there's a Starbucks on every corner. That's the spirit, Elizabeth agreed, ignoring the man's derision. Clapping her hands together, she added, get the camera out. Let's get an establishing shot. Noah reached into his bag and pulled out the microphone and threw it to his girlfriend before begrudgingly lugging out the camera and propping it up onto his shoulder. How do I look? His girlfriend asked him as he stared into the camera's viewfinder. Gorgeous as usual. Elizabeth let her arm holding up the microphone to her face drop down to her side in frustration. I'm serious. So am I. I meant, am I centered? Elizabeth asked, raising the microphone to her lips again. Is the shot good? Noah double-checked to ensure that she was framed in the dead center of the building's doors with an equal amount of the glass structure on either side of her. It's fine, he insisted. Are you ready? Elizabeth nodded and waited for the red light atop the camera to blink to life, accompanied by a thumbs-up from her boyfriend before smiling wide and launching into the speech. New York City, the city that never sleeps. The center of the world, on any given day, the millions of people who flood in and out of it have a multitude of different stories to tell, and today, Christmas Eve, is no exception. Except, of course, for the fact that Manhattan is set to be hit by Winter Storm Elsa, at the same time that the President of the United States and two foreign leaders are meant to roll into town and grind traffic to a halt. But nothing can stop the people of New York or dampen their spirits, especially around the holiday season. So we decided to talk to a few of them who had the courage to venture out into the elements today to celebrate Christmas the only way that they know how. Elizabeth drew silent and held her smile for a few seconds until the red light atop the camera blinked out. We're good. How'd I do? You were great, Noah insisted as he let the camera drop to his side and made to put it back in its bag. What are you doing? Elizabeth demanded. Keep that out. You can get some establishing footage of the city as we walk uptown. That way, we can overlay it in my opening monologue. Without complaining, Noah placed the camera back onto his left shoulder and slung the empty bag over his right. Where to first, boss? Where all the action happens this time of year, especially on Christmas Eve, Midtown. Noah wanted to let out a groan in response to the prospect of being dragged into the tourism heart of the city on the busiest day of the year, but he forced himself to keep quiet, not only for his own potential benefit, but his girlfriend's happiness as well. So instead, he merely nodded and fell into step beside her as they began to walk north. Glancing up at the sky, which finally had a tinge of morning light visible against the horizon through the snow flurries that were steadily beginning to get heavier, Noah shivered and thought to himself, it's going to be a long day. Thanks, April. Again, I am blown away by how great all of our readers are doing each and every week. And I'm so thankful to all of them for agreeing to do it. 
just like I'm grateful to all of y'all for listening to the story week in and week out and giving me feedback after each chapter. If you're enjoying the story so far, please consider sharing it with your family and friends on your social media feeds in order to get it in front of as many ears as possible or as many eyes because as I remind y'all each week, the text of each chapter you hear is made available on our website as well. So if reading is more of your thing or more of their thing, they can read our weekly installments at www.tisthepodcast.com. And if you enjoy Tis the Podcast proper, if you ever want to comment on a movie or television show we discuss, give us feedback on a specific episode, comment on this book, or just interact with us and other listeners of the show in general, check out our social media feeds. All you have to do to get to each one is go to www.tisthepodcast.com backslash Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Reddit, or Facebook group. Our Facebook group is the most active of our social media pages by far. It's always busy year-round, and not just with Christmas chatter, although that is obviously our primary focus. There's plenty of talk about pop culture, movies, television shows, comic books, memes, and other holidays as well, especially those other Burr Month holidays like Halloween and Thanksgiving that lead up to Christmas itself. It's also kind of become a one-stop shop for many of the Christmas podcasts and podcasts hosts that you know and love. So not only will you find new episodes of Tis the Podcast there and get to interact with Julia, Tom, and myself, but you'll find new episodes of a lot of the other Christmas podcasts there as well, as well as your favorite hosts, who are always willing to interact with anyone and everyone about anything. It's seriously a mini Christmas family that's formed within the group, and it is seriously the thing that's come out of this podcast that I know Julia, Tom, and myself are the most proud of. Speaking of the podcast in general, if you want more bonus episodes, Christmas cards, enamel pins, ringtones, check out Patreon at www.patreon.com backslash tisapodcast or www.tisapodcast.com backslash Patreon. For as little as a dollar per month, you can get full-length bonus episodes of the show. And for those of you who are patrons already... We have lots of fun stuff coming out um, within the next day or two. My Justice League episode with Jerry D of Totally Rad Christmas will be dropping. This upcoming weekend, I'm recording an episode on the television show You're the Worst with Kendall Ferry. Tom, Julia, and myself are recording our annual bonus Easter episode next week. And of course, we are eager to dive into WandaVision. And I'm sure that after the Snyder Cut of Justice League drops on HBO Max next week, Tom and Jerry and myself will discuss that at some point very soon as well. And hopefully we can get Julia to join that one as well. Not only that, but we are determined to get some new fireside chats up there soon with Stephen Beach, Mike Westfall of Advent Calendar House, Matt Urich, and also, especially with the spring and summer months quickly approaching, we are definitely we definitely want to dive back into Christmas movie commentaries and do other Christmas staples, such as Home Alone and Christmas Vacation. And we are still committed to doing the long Halloween, even though by the time we get to it, it may <laughs> be Halloween 2021 already, and uh, we just cover the book as a whole. But we are determined to get to it at some point, hopefully before then. And not only that, but April 15th, 
I will be recording a Patreon episode with Todd Killian of Christmas Clatter Podcast on the 2021 Hallmark Keepsake Dream Book that's going to be released that day, where we go through it, talk about the new ornaments being released, etc. Tons of fun stuff coming up. So if you're not a patron yet, now's the time to subscribe, because a plethora of material is coming your way. If you don't want to subscribe to Patreon, however... You can still help the show in a free way by leaving us a review on iTunes, because every new review helps new listeners find us and helps us to spread the Christmas cheer 365 days per year. Coming up on a rain show this upcoming Monday, March 15th, you'll get to hear our episode in which Tom, Julia, and myself discuss the first three Christmas episodes of Home Improvement, which I know a lot of y'all have been looking forward to. And on Tuesday, March 16th, Matt Yurick of TGI Podcast will be joining us to discuss the Christmas episodes of Boy Meets World, which I am really excited for because Boy Meets World was such a formative show for me in the 90s, growing up in the 90s. Before that episode drops, however, next Thursday, March 18th, you'll get to hear Chapter 7 of Another Christmas Story, which... Todd Killian of Christmas Clatter Podcast will be reading to y'all, and in which you'll meet a few new characters. So keep your eyes on your feed for all of that. Once again, thank you all for your love and support. Seriously, we say it all the time, but we only say it because it's true. We couldn't ask for better listeners in the world than all of you. You're truly the best. We're so lucky we get to consider so many of you not only legitimate friends, but family as well. So do your homework, watch Home Improvement and Boy Meets World. Lots of fun and exciting stuff coming up. That's not the most exciting news we have, so I'm going to kick it back to April to reveal that. Only 289 days until Christmas. Thanks, April. Man, one more week closer to Christmas. One more week closer to the Hallmark Dream Book being released, and one more week closer to Leon Day and... Christmas in July and the Burr month, so, you know, enjoy it, because this year's going fast, y'all. It's going to be here before you know it. So, get excited, and until Monday, bye, y'all. Have a great weekend. I'm dreaming of a white Christmas Just like the ones I used to know where the treetops glisten And the children listen To hear sleigh bells in the snow The snow Said I'm dreaming of a white Christmas With every Christmas card I write May your days, may your days, may your days Be merry and bright And may all your Christmases be white
Christmas says be